Please enjoy the music while your party's being reached. We're recording, we're live, back with Natasha and Lauren. Hey guys. Hi. Hi Dan. Thanks for coming back. (laughs) (laughs) We love it here. We were just like screaming at each other practically and now it's like, hey Dan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm shy now. (laughs) Uh, Me? What am I doing in the pot? Um, (laughs) I'm so glad to have you guys back because I, I, you know, I miss, miss us and hanging out and I, it's nice to have something to do at night and to, you know, see you guys virtually. I missed us too. I like that you pair us together. <laughs> Me too. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember the first, the reason why I did pair you in the first place was because I didn't know that you guys were friends and I saw a picture of you at Lucien. Our episode was in like last September, I think. And, uh, Oh god! I was like, oh, I I love both these ladies. Like, let's see what happens on the pod. And it was a very well liked episode, by the way. Um, we got some great feedback. Um, right. <laughs> the listeners liked it, so I thought, <laughs> you know, why not do it again? <laughs> oh, I love this. I do. It is a funny pairing. Yeah, it's it's. It, I like that a lot, actually. What's like a good? What's like a famous pair that aren't twins? Because you're already a twin, which we discussed. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Abbott and Costello. Are. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Danny DeVito. In they the actually, movie they are twins, actually. Oh, they are? Okay. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Schooled. <laughs> um, wait, we were talking like yesterday and like Natasha got a really funny text. Uh, her friend is having twins and texted her, what should I do? <laughs> yeah, well, his wife's having twins and he was like, I'm going to need your advice. And I actually have gotten that before i can't remember from who but people are like i should talk to you about like having twins and i'm like i've never even like babysat twins like i don't know what it's like yeah you didn't raise twins you just are a (laughs) twin (laughs) no one had like a good upbringing you know (laughs) be like texting a person being like Hey, you were like a baby once, right? So, like, what should I do? You know? Exactly. Hey, you shared a womb once. There must be some expectation that I feel like that they just expect it to be like, yeah, we communicate telepathically or whatever. Like, you should expect that. <laughs> you, or like, you, know, like you should dress them exactly the same because if you don't, they'll be sad to not have had that experience later. Were you dressed the same often as no. a child? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but I think whatever would have happened, I would have been mad about how it went and how it could have gone or something. Right, we're all mad. I think that's like all children. Is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mine was mine was fine. <laughs> I'm really not all that mad. That's cool. Lauren, were you, are you an only child or do you have siblings? No, I have a younger sister. She's three and a half years younger than me. Oh, cute. Okay. Yeah. So like one of those, she's just close enough an age where we're like we kind of share the same zeitgeist like brought up in the same zeitgeist and yet not really she's closer to gen z i think mm-hmm. okay What's yeah i have an like? older brother he's six years older so like growing up we were so far apart oh that's how all my girlfriends always were all of my best girlfriends were had like that huge eight like a more than five or yeah like five years or so difference 
So they were sort of brought up on like a different generational vibe or whatever, which I always liked and always wished that I had. See, like, you wish what you didn't have. It's true. Happen. I do. Yep. Always. Always wished. Oh, it's true. Grass is always greener for me, but I like <laughs> yeah. it. That's like always working out of spite kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I had like a twin, envy. I, I I would have murder suicided by now. There can only be one of us. What if I had a twin, like, also started a podcast? I would, like, just, like, start an insurgency immediately. <laughs> I think it'd be cool if my twin started a podcast. Maybe I'll have her. I should have just had her, Sonia, on instead of you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> see? see I'm more this off. I am Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> Um, actually, I was DMing with Sonia's boyfriend, Daniel, who's been listening to my podcast, and he's been very encouraging, so maybe Sonia's oh, listening now. Thank that's you, guys. Nice. <laughs> um, what did you guys do today? Anything remarkable? Oh, God. Anything Meghan Markleable? <laughs> <laughs> I did watch the Meghan Markle special, as I told you. Um, wasn't remarkable to me. <laughs> yeah, when I found out it was two hours, I was like, oh, shit, I'm not going to do this. And, uh, it was like a two-hour-long ad for Spotify and, like, their Netflix show. Yeah. I right. know. I really, like, it, they lost me there. I mean, I still, like, am moved by those types of stories. Like, any story about, like, feeling trapped, you know, in, like, right. wealth is just, like, Red amazing. And, <laughs> and, like, yeah, like, not anything I could picture. So, of course, it's, like... A cool story, but it's yeah. <laughs> so I get I'm like I can't relate to this to yeah. the degree that I actually become with, like Britney Spears. It's like the same type of like, ooh wow, like what would that be like? Being miserable with everything you've ever wanted, but yeah, like when they just start talking about like podcasting or like streamers, <laughs> I'm like Jesus. It's disgraceful. Right. You're a fucking royal. Yeah, and, like, the woe is me thing is kind of lost because, like, you know, I understand that maybe it's been difficult for Megan, but, like, they killed Harry's mom. Like, it could be a little bit worse, you know? Yeah, but that's what I, I wish she'd been like, well, you know, to. I kind of wish she'd popped off and been like, you know, they killed my husband's mom, so. Well, I was told that allegedly in, in England... Like, the, you know, the press knows that this interview is coming and they've been covering it in this certain light that, like, uh, like they already know Harry's going to defend Meghan. But then in, like, the last few days before it aired, some people started to speculate that they were actually going to suggest that they were moving away from, like, the palace itself because that's where Prince Andrew lives. And he's a pedophile and they didn't want to raise their kid yeah. in the presence of a pedophile and i was i was like oh right i wonder if they're gonna go there which is what kept me in for those two hours like i was like i wonder if they're gonna drop that at the end if they mention it at all and they obviously didn't because like of course like of course they didn't that was my stupid fantasy of it going down but i really wish they had can you imagine i've seen him sweat before okay he can do it you know (laughs) I, I kind of figured they would, like, what could happen, but then again, we, we do know what could happen because they just knocked Princess Diana right out. Yeah, MI6 like or right out. whatever, um, yeah. <laughs> Mission Impossible agents will go in a tunnel and, you know, eradicate you. 
it's Bluebeard's castle, and like Queen Elizabeth is fucking Bluebeard, which like on the neoliberal agenda with like Bluebeard as a woman is like its own interesting. <laughs> I I don't know what Bluebeard is. Me neither. Is it like blue okay. too? Oh my, <laughs> my god! Yeah. My oh my god! Is it other the one other podcast sponsored by fucking Blue Chew? <laughs> so the Bluebeard story. I don't want to fuck. I'm a bad story. Uh, relayer. Uh, I just kind of want to read the Wikipedia. Uh, it's but it's this folk tale um, where there's this. Okay, the tale tells the story of a wealthy man in the habit of murdering his wives and attempts of one wife to avoid the fate of her predecessors. So like he's like pretty much he kills all these wives and hides them in this one room. And then he marries this new chick and he's like, don't go in that room. Like you can go anywhere you want, but you can't go in that room. And of course. Over time, such as also the story of Eve, curiosity just gets the best of women, and she goes in there, and he's like, "And now I have to kill you." And mm-hmm. you should you should read about and like it's been turned into a million different like operas and and all this mm-hmm. shit. Um, so that's how Blue Bottle Coffee was born. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Mm. <laughs> Don't if you go drink in this, you're gonna shit your pants. Yeah. Just like have every yeah, have everything else on the menu, but like the straight up cold brew. You will shit your pants, and you're gonna shit your pants. Dan, I really am so surprised to hear that you still have like a cop not still, but like have a coffee sensitivity. Um, I feel like you're a man about town, and I just kind of expect everyone to have like a tolerance in that way. Well, since we last spoke on the podcast, I okay, so I did like sober January, and that kind of like reset my whole body. So then I was, like, able to start drinking coffee again because, like, if I have coffee when I'm, like, even slightly hungover, I get into this, like, weird um, mixed episode where I'm, like, wired and also want to, like, fucking die. So it's, like, really impossible. (laughs) But now I can just, like, handle bits of coffee and, like, you know, I'm I'm not drinking as much. So it's, like, fun for me to get, like, jacked up during the day, listen to podcasts, write in my journal <laughs> try to edit photos or whatever <laughs> but um yeah no before we record i've been sipping on this gallon jug of cold brew from Wegmans, oh which my this is five dollars you're supposed to okay. dilute that <laughs> wait with what ice i none of my no ice milk <laughs> okay god no i didn't drink all of this tonight i had like like literally like a, a tiny like a tablespoon <laughs> okay okay but um no i had like a, a venti matcha green tea latte and then i had an oat milk latte from uh, a, a local coffee shop in Greenpoint. that's um, like some truck driver shit dude then, yeah then I, I, then I parked i parked my car in the cemetery and i sat there and i chain smoked and it was weird but that's what i do during the day now it's fun the weather's nice had the windows down uh, yeah. a perfect day for it. <laughs> it <was laughs> like, perfect. Perfect. You're like, wait, wait. I know. I was like, should we start to unpack that, or are we just gonna like let that one go? Maybe not. Yeah, no. It's weird. Last but year's been fucking hard, dude. I get it. It's been tough. I'm it. alone. I have to like keep myself entertained. Um, yeah. My desires are a little, you know, unconventional. <laughs> yeah. What does a day to day look like for everyone now? Like, are we permanent? Are we like? freelancing I'm, yeah i'm freelancing <laughs> well yeah i just have been the whole time i had a zoom meeting today for the first time in forever with like a new client are you writing copy yeah cool for like fashion stuff mm-hmm. are Which you is writing weird. alexander wang's apologies <laughs> oh i haven't had to write any apologies yet 
Did you read his like Instagram? It was an apology in an, in an Instagram story. Yeah, I, I read have, it. I'm gonna read it. It was out like loud. I don't agree, but whatever, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it was like a non-apology. Okay, I have it on my desktop. A number of individuals have come forward recently to raise claims against me regarding my past personal behavior. I support their right to come forward, and I've listened carefully to what they have to say. It was not easy for them to share their stories, and I regret acting in a way that caused them pain. While we disagree on some of the details of these personal interactions, (laughs) I will set a better example and use my visibility and influence to encourage others to recognize harmful behaviors. Life is about learning and growth, and now that I know better, I will do better. Alex. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) why even say anything? I know. I've known about him for years because, like, I used to go to parties at Passions Lounge, Passions Lounge in Bushwick. Uh, Did he go there? Yeah, his like party bus would like pull up. I was never invited oh. in because I dressed like normal. I dressed like how I do now. I wasn't wearing like a motocross jacket and like goggles <laughs> and like insane pants because uh, <laughs> I didn't have like a personality deficit like everyone else I knew did. <laughs> Like me. Um, there's just like a cocaine addiction. Yeah, right. No, not you. Absolutely not you, Natasha. <laughs> I never saw Alexander Wang at Passions. Well, I saw his bus pull up, and I've known yeah. people have gotten in and drank the Molly water. Oh, and, so he uh, would just bad time, he would like know? take the party into the bus. He wouldn't yes. go inside. First of all, nothing good. If you're very young listening to this podcast, nothing good happens after midnight, and nothing good happens after four a.m. when the club <laughs> closes. I'm not victim blaming. I'm just saying. You may be taking a risk when you get in a van at 4 a.m. <laughs> like, just don't do it. Yeah. Just don't do it. Hello, I would have done it, too. I would have been the first one on that fucking oh, bus. And probably sure. the first one ejected, too, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but not the first one to speak up about it. No, the last. <laughs> he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> um, no, he did. But I know, I mean, the stories I've known for, like, the last, like, five years that he would, like, he would, like, grope trans women in clubs. Uh, yeah, that part's that, fucked up. That's like exposing people. And then I, I tweeted something yesterday that I deleted because I didn't realize it was maybe going to be mixed up in the Alexander Wang conversation because I was like, oh, when like clubs and bars open back up, like I think we should just freely start groping and fondling each other. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, no, that's not. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I just want to play yeah. a little grab ass, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I guess we shouldn't. Um, <laughs> no, that's well, fucked up what he did, and now you should be grouped in with that. Yeah. As a consequence. Because <laughs> I'm speaking on my podcast that 200 people listen to. Uh, <laughs> no, but really, fuck him. That's fucked up. That's right, yeah, Java. I mean, like, okay, Go so on. then I went to his Instagram, and I was looking, and, like, a lot of his, like, new bags and stuff have, like, his name, like, Wang, or Alexander Wang. Like, Natasha, do you think that's, like, even, like, sustainable? Should he, like, remove his name from clothes could be like, I wouldn't want to wear like a scarf that said like Harvey Weinstein on it. <laughs> I wonder about that. Cause like people still buy like things that say Dolce and Gabbana. Like they're like really successful still, I think. Yeah, but and they went through controversy a controversy was like kind of predating like the constant call outs of things. So it was like, I honestly don't even remember what um, Dolce and Gabbana did, but they anti-Semitic. Well, no, they were anti-Chinese, and it was, like, I think it was, like, in the thick of it. It was, like, on Diet mm. Prada. And I feel like these oh. things just don't, 
I don't, they don't stick really, but I guess, yeah, if it's like super branded like that, maybe it's not going to be Because right, there's viable. no tar- target, singular target, right? Like who do you even try and. Yeah. Well, I feel like Alexander Wang's customers are very online because they're younger. And so I'm sure most of them know about this thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like Dolce & Gabbana, I mean, there's just like old people that like would never care. I wonder if like his name is going to become synonymous with like anti-cancel culture partying in the end though. It might. Like, because that there... might, it might backfire in this way where it's like all the people that specifically got canceled for like having like a party where like, wild things happened at the party and not like a sinister or like I mean it's sinister but it's not like a, a sort of like covert operation with like detectives and like hired you know like guards to like keep people in line and stuff yes, and it's not like flying racist to an island, like yeah. text messages to like a random person being like Chinese people suck anyway we don't have to sell to them like that kind of thing is like I think just like how could you ever recover from that? Or like, how could you spin it in a new way? But like Alexander Wayne could spin this. He could be like, sorry for having fun, you know? Yeah, right. He kind of did originally. He was like, he denied, 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 which I was like, yeah, I, I would, I assume that he was just going to like stick with that or just like be quiet. So yeah. it's like fake uh, Instagram story, apology, non-apology. I mean, I don't need anyone to apologize. It's just always, it's a PR move. It's insanely, right. To, to right. care is insane, you know. Yeah, I remember someone speaking out about it uh, maybe about a year ago, actually, maybe. Um, just some, like, white model talking about how he was groped. And I just remember at the time, I think it was a l- early into, like, the post-Me Too or, like, the the sort of, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, like, contrarian Me Too mm-hmm. reversal thing where people are, like, what the fuck? Why would you bring that up? And he was he yeah. was getting kind of chastised for it for being like yeah. a bit of a social climber. I don't know if either of you remember that. I do. I don't know how I caught wind of it. But I do. Yeah, and I don't just remember interesting it being that long ago. Yeah. It might not have even been that. I long think it was ago, like actually. three months ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like this model like that, on maybe. TikTok that was like, "Look here, like here's that." Look, look, look. Like, right. He like took photos <laughs> at his apartment, and it, it just it gets complicated. I'm the dynamics. I won't even get into of like this guy being being a white model and I don't know the whole thing and there's it's just so much at play that I just it's very yeah. it's very complicated unfortunately for everyone mm-hmm. it's too bad we've all had bad nights uh sleeping with someone that we thought could like maybe give us a nice time <laughs> I mean I don't know give, but, like, give us a like, leg sort of, up in the industry yeah a little bit you know um <laughs> 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 I mean like in terms of like branding though I mean do you think it'll matter is he gonna have to like change his new um, line of bags and just say Wang? <laughs> I know because that's really, also a phallus, so it's like I'm cu- <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm curious about like yeah, exactly like how the name itself will be heard. So, um, you could just do like A W, and it'll be autumn winter for or, <laughs> or like I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if if the branding team like leaned away from Wang, but then like the shoppers leaned into Wang. And right, just suddenly like, it becomes, it. yeah, like a, like, um, not, what's the word I'm looking for? It's because it's rare. Like they don't, 
they phase the wang out and then suddenly in a few years it's like oh my god that's a relic of this era that suddenly is back now we got to get our hands on the wang stuff Mm-hmm. There's only oh, yeah, so much yeah. of it went around, you know. Like, who knows if they're going to play the long game and spin it like that too? Um, circling back, so Dolce Gabbana is suing Diet Prada now, right? Oh wait, how? Wh- what is that about? I don't know. I was hoping you would know. I don't. Know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming Diet Prada is acting like a cop again, and then they overstepped some boundaries. And Dolce Gabbana was like, "Not today." We have a lot of money. <laughs> I think, and someone will have to correct me. I actually think this is wrong, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Oh, let it rip. I mean, there's... <laughs> I'm just going to say it with my whole chest. Yeah. Which is that I think that they, Dolce & Gabbana, are, they're suing the two people behind Diet Prada for libel? Libel? Or slander? Slander. Maybe a little They're different, a, and I learned this... Oh, they are different. I don't know how. While studying journalism, but that was 10 years ago. Oh, we got a journalist on the pod. Uh Oh. Yeah, from um, the best, from the best, yep, blue check media person checking in. (laughs) I'm here, please take attendance. Um, uh, Something like that, though, in that, but it's weird because Dolce and Gabbana, like, they they did say the things that they said, so I, I think... It's a little confusing. I think it was Patrick who was like, who, what did he say? He was like, it's like two forked tongues. In, oh, inter- yeah, it was inter- like two forked tongues. <laughs> I was like, right. Yeah, that, that is no, beautiful. Yeah. It's just two villains. It's just it's Patrick, two villains. Great job on that one. Yeah, good job, Patrick. <laughs> well, wordsmith. But yeah, some, something like that. So I, I think everyone's wondering how that, that one's going to shake out. Yeah. <laughs> because it certainly would set a weird precedent if Dolce & Gabbana won, like, that's not good. I will say that even though yeah. I know none of us are pro-Diet Prada, it just would not be good for a certain free speech movement. Right, just, yeah, exactly. Like, Instagram in general. Yeah, any kind of watch... I mean, they call themselves watchdogs. I would patently disagree with that. Um, it's a, it's oh, gossip. I actually, it's, like, it's gossip. It makes me so mad that there are, like, blogs for lack of a better word, like diet Prada that just can't stick to like one. Like I'm so like anal about that shit. I'm like, just stick to what you said you were going to do. Like if diet Prada was like, this is the exact dress that like JLo wore to the, you know, whatever, like we can see the fashion Nova knockoff like trajectory. And it's just like fun to see that. And like, no one's going to get in trouble. You yeah, know, they, now and they're then trying they're, to get our emotions involved. And I'm like, now, yeah, care. now they're like, who loves the new Celine collection? And it's like, shut up. Like, yeah. I don't care what you think about the new, <laughs> any collection. And you're being paid by them. Like, so lame. Right. In, it's, there's a lot of inside jobs happening at once over at Well, and I just like, don't care about their, their taste. Like, they have bad taste, I think. Like, I nobody that. said that they were, like, good at picking out like trends they only were interested because they're good at picking out or just being being watchdogs in that like people feed them information and they regurgitate it back you know yeah that's what i was gonna say it doesn't take long to get to a certain point where people just like send you the stuff that you post and you're like oh look what we found (laughs) it's like you didn't really do it but it's fine like it doesn't really matter um but i never felt inclined to follow anyways and now i like totally don't 
you're totally down or you totally don't. Totally don't. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. like, this is too complicated. It's elevating my blood pressure. Like, I really don't give a shit about, like, what happens in a runway. Like, you know, people are suffering immensely in America and across the <laughs> globe. People are you know? dying, Kim. People are dying, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's interesting because i know that dumois is another in the same vein i was that i don't even know i I, like like, logged on once i was like no what is this user submitted celebrity gossip oh Um, oh yeah somebody was telling me about that but patrick was telling me about it but he said that it was um insanely like vapid like not real gossip right yeah yeah and just by virtue of it being a i mean a lot of it of course is anonymously submitted when it's celebrity gossip that's like the foundation of the whole thing but in this way it's it's odd it it feels like you do kind of need a little bit of a of a like tie back i don't know like it it needs to be a little more verified a little more vetted and it's not it's just like people mm-hmm. making shit up and they'll just post it just because it's like well we never said it was true you know like they gotta oh. keep their hands clean because, and no one knows who it is which is kind <laughs> of interesting after all this time it's it's been a few months over here still no sign of who it could be hmm. interesting yeah because they have like so many followers Rare. and it was <clears throat> it was private when i was like okay i guess i'll try to get in and then i did and i i looked at it for 30 seconds was like i'm out i unfollowed immediately i was like this is weird i get mm-hmm. my gossip from like private facebook groups where it's like women and gays well this is like all like reality tv show kind of thing like real housewives (laughs) and stuff like people be like okay don't tell anyone but like i worked on this show like i know someone (gasps) did and like here's like some tea about so-and-so like this is gonna come out about like kelly ben simone tomorrow and i'm like ooh. so that's why i want wait what do these people get out of posting on the facebook groups they get likes they get uh (laughs) community there's so much they get to fulfill my indulgences yeah but they could get fired i mean it's yeah it's 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 one of the guys is like uh he's like a book publisher and he 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 published like Kristen doty's book or something (laughs) he's just like fully like going off about stuff and i'm like this is insane like your first and last name are like fully attached to like what you're saying (laughs) but like hey you know it's it's weird it's facebook is insane yeah wow um, i haven't been on facebook in so long i wonder what it's like now don't go on it i just, <laughs> I, I just look to see uh <laughs> i have a distant family member that i i like to check up on his facebook and uh he posted the funniest meme that was like oh you want to talk about like lgbtq rights like sure i'll start at the beginning let's talk about sodom and gomorrah and i was like go off bitch <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Do you guys have QAnon relatives? Not that I know of, but probably. I don't think so. My my seventy-two-year-old mother was like at Christmas, she was like, Danny, what's what's QAnon? I was like, please don't even don't get involved. Do not get involved. The fact that you even know is like crazy. Just please. I'm begging you, just do not get involved. <laughs> but everyone's close, you know? Because we all want like something different, you know? It's true. This <laughs> is true. Also, it's, like, so embarrassing to be a liberal, like, outside of, like, major cities that, like, it's, you know, it's not even that weird to be a Q person. (laughs) Yeah. I do forget sometimes when leaving that so much of what we know is down here. It's a bubble. It's just a bubble. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying anything. We're, it's we're just, both we're upstate girls. We get the vibe. <laughs> you know who else is? Ramona Singer. Yep. Ryan back. So that's all. <laughs> yes. The best so reality star besides Donald Trump to ever emerge. He's also like, a New York funniest girl people. downstate. <laughs> yeah, he's in Queens. Uh, but no, Ramona's the best housewife of all time because she doesn't get it. She doesn't get it. She, she doesn't become get it. self-aware yet after like 13 years of being on the That's show. That's true. <laughs> Thir- no, it's literally 13 <laughs> years. <laughs> Has it really been 13 in, years? It's they had their they were they were like as of like a few days ago, people all posting like, hey, can you believe it's been 13 years? Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Do you remember the um, scene where like the cameras are circling Ramona and she's like screaming into the phone and she's just in the middle of the street? Yeah. The audacity, <laughs> Bethany. You don't support women. The it's audacity. It's just like one of the most beautiful shots. And they changed their camera work for that scene. It was like impeccable. It was great. <laughs> there was like a swooping, sort of circular, like 180 degree thing. And she's like in this puffer coat walking her dog in like a very bustling street, obviously pre COVID. And she's like screaming to her giant. This is like when iPhones became like very big, too. Mm-hmm. So she's like kind of like struggling to even like hold it in one hand. She's like, you know what, Bethany? And like Bethany had just returned to New York after like years of uh, hiatus. She's like, you know what, Bethany? I was going to give you their chance, but you don't support women and it's it's one of the most beautiful things i've ever seen in my entire life wait iphones are still really big yeah well they got like like, the biggest they've ever been i like hate it so much well like the small now is just like regular slash kind of big from like three or four years ago steve jobs wouldn't have stood for that either ergonomically you did what what did you get (laughs) i got i got this size (laughs) Oh, oh yeah. my god, that's, that's pretty small. <laughs> it's the best. It's I matched with, <laughs> with someone on Tinder who was like kind of cute, and then I read his bio and it's like psychotic. And the last mm-hmm. line is all caps. If you're selling an iPhone 4, message me now. And I was like, <laughs> what? Wait, I love an iPhone 4. Actually, we should so match cute. this person and me. Maybe I'll uh, as hit him friends. Up. <laughs> I, but it's hard to find an iPhone 4. I actually looked for one. Well, does do they even work now? Do the apps work? I think you know, so. The They're operating all systems. Well, I mean, that's what you think, but Apple's always throwing. You get like the out. old Instagram with the Kelvin filter on shit. <laughs> right? It used to be like kind of that light blue. Yeah. They'll <laughs> um, be begging for that in like three years. Oh my god! Totally. No doubt. No doubt. Um, Natasha, you've taken a break from social media for like a while now, right? I mean, I'm gone. It's you're this gone. Is permanent. Oh, what's it's it? Not like? a break. I've been reading your newsletter, which, by the way, if you're listening, subscribe to Natasha's Substack. Oh, okay. There was one that came out today. That's oh, the Q and A. I started, yeah, um, but I was a little too jacked up on the you know <laughs> venti matcha green tea latte to really <laughs> process. Um, I love your Substack. I love your writing. Thanks. Uh, it's just it's rambling, which is my favorite type of writing. It's my favorite type of podcast, too, which is why I have one. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm like, I left social media, but that that is to say I didn't because then I started a Substack, which is another form of social media, really. Eh. Like, people can respond to it, you know? Do they? Well, they I ask them to, to like, email? well, I ask them to 
to do the the advice column, the Q and on, um, the Q and on advice <laughs> dating column. No. Um, yeah, but like that's Q-Anon, not Q-Anon. really that's not social media. You're not looking at people's profiles. You're not scrolling. You're just responding to an email. Yeah. No, and that's yeah. like how I like it. So I how think many I'm months just... have you been clean? <laughs> Ooh, good question. I don't remember. I think it was like last August. Excuse me. I feel like no, we're yawning happened. already. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just like start eating food too? And I try. I had a cappuccino before this. I'm sorry, that was rude. Well, of you me. didn't have enough. I'm kidding. You, you didn't have enough uh, cold brew from a gallon jug. Clearly. <sighs> I'm not gonna nail you to the cross. I'm just. I'm, I'm joking off here on the. I tried to like swallow down. Um, I, all right, maybe it wasn't August though. I think I no, quit no. and then came back. And I actually owe my friend Eb a dinner because of that, because she bet that I wouldn't be able to stay away. God damn it, Eb! And it was like Russian uh, intuition. I know. I, so I quit Instagram and Twitter. I I don't remember which one first, and then I like went back on Instagram to promote the Substack. <laughs> Just super embarrassing. Well, so I was like, well, how is anybody going to know if I have it? And then how are they gonna know? Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm just going to be on it for a day. They don't let you quit again, though, unless you oh, right. permanently delete everything. And so I had to like wait a week. They really just can't get their boots off our neck, can they? So, I mean, yeah, like I do. Ha- I guess I like can't really say that I quit permanently because i still could go back and it would all still be there with instagram but not with twitter because they don't let you like pause i guess Mm -hmm. or maybe they do do you have someone feeding you information like a friend that's like you might want to see this um i mean yeah i guess but not like more than before yeah i kind of wish that i did have that i mean feel free guys i could you know i could, yeah, I could hit you. <laughs> just text me i could whatever. be your mole i could be your mole i mean please, day, let me be your mole yeah please the other day caitlin was like she texted me like how how does one watch oprah and i was like what are you trying to watch on oprah like i had no idea <laughs> that that was happening <laughs> yeah because it is like Sometimes I mean I don't really watch the news either, so I am no, kind of like. That'd be so weird if you did. <laughs> <laughs> You're just I watching go for OAN, yeah. Now. <clears throat> I know I like read newspapers. I mean, on the internet, but it's like a day after the thing happens. Always. It's been a big week for newspapers this week too. The printed True. media is making printed a, media, uh, yeah, is crazy this week. <laughs> Three is a trend, apparently. <laughs> Civilization, which has been in circulation since 2018 or something, right? <laughs> and something then a, like that. a newspaper, a, a fucking printed newsletter by the like old editor of Paper Magazine. <laughs> Both of which like to ignore my existence and my contributions to downtown culture. I mean, I look at these lists and I'm like, half these people have been on my show. Where, you know, where, where the, where's my dick in all this? Well, but why, why is it like a big deal if somebody starts a printed thing when like printed things have been happening the whole time? 
that's what I don't understand. It's like, is print back? Like, no, it's definitely not. There's like some printed, I guess like small circulation, lower east side print is it's back. Where a-, a ball has been around this whole time. They do the zine thing, been doing it. Zines have been around this whole time. Yeah, this whole Liars t- have been around this whole time. <laughs> uh, Bridge and Tunnel, which my friend does out of New Haven. It's like a sort of socialist kind of thing. I get it mailed to my house. And it's like cool. It's like it seems like more authentic and real than like, I don't know, NYU students. But it's like a different vibe. It's a different vibe. I, yeah. I think it's like the more the better. Who cares? Um, yeah, totally. I love seeing people do things. You know, I just like it when he, for if it's good or bad, I do. There's something about people just trying something that I never like to to knock too much. Like, e- yeah, sure, like <laughs> easy to, but I just <laughs> oh. My no, I would never I was, knock it. It's just yeah. weird to be like reading about this trend that's like I don't know if this counts. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Though. You know, yeah, right. It is kind of like if you if you feel like it's new, then I, we would love to introduce you to this whole thing that's been going on <laughs> this whole time. Uh, Two hundred years, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it's like Columbusing like the Gutenberg press. Like it's a little like um, right. Right, the Gutenberg printing press. Oh, I gotta go to Wikipedia again. <laughs> I will. I want to take the time to plug Pedestrian Mag, which is one of my favorites. It's just about people who walk for a living or walk a lot and their oh, observations, okay. which I'm addicted to. Ooh, Mailman and stuff. Yeah, you can get it over. I don't even. I don't know the people really that run this Emerson Turner. I'm gonna edit it. this part out, so don't even it's cool. worry about it. <laughs> 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 you are gonna edit it out? No, I would is never. Is it too personal? No, 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 not at all. I, I love to walk too. I take a lot of mental patient walks in my neighborhood. Um, I could see myself being a mall walker pretty much any day now. Oh, totally. I, I miss oh, the mall God, so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lauren, did you get a bird recently? Yes, I did. Oh, okay, this is exciting because this is the first time. Have you? This is the first time you've owned a bird uh, as an adult. I mean, you've been worshiping birds on your Instagram stories for years now and uh is this a monumentous moment for you somewhat so i not the first bird i've had in my adulthood um i had two cockatiels i lived in this apartment that it's like too boring of a story but that we suspect like had mold it was weird and like birds are very sensitive and I'm, I'm literally, try, I'm sitting on my hands trying oh, no. not to info don't be like, birds have a very particular respiratory system that like lends <laughs> itself to just like keeling over and dying very easily. It's not like having a dog. It's like very difficult. Yeah. And then did, my dad had they, a. Did they keel over and die? In they the keeled over and died. Yeah, oh, it, was, so it, was, it was terrible. But you know what? It's like, it is what it is. That's but life, um, yeah. actually a year ago today, my dad's bird, who I loved, flew away right as the pandemic was beginning. It was like an omen. Like yeah, birds are here, already yeah. harbingers <laughs> of like bad news. Or They're going to news. Florida. They don't have to wear masks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She was on to something. Just like I'm about mm-hmm. bye. Like I'm over. Yeah, I got to be inside <laughs> with you bitches for the next like 12 months. I'm out. Hell to no. <laughs> I don't hear so, all Zoom meetings. I don't need to be yeah. a part of this narrative <laughs> at all. And yeah. And so I was heartbroken. And yeah, about a month ago, uh, me and Emerson. Got a bird. Um, 
we named so her Mabel, but we call her, yeah, we got a bird, but we call her Fifi. And she's going to come live with us. Our, our apartment right now isn't pet friendly. And so we are. Moving. Is there mold again? No, <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you, dude, if it happened again, well, I honestly it? would have to call it quits. They just, oh, just don't want, just, yeah, want our landlord doesn't want uh, birds. But we're so excited. It's so, oh my God, she's so awesome. And oh. I can't wait to take her out. I'm, I are like you moving to leashes. an apartment just so you can have the bird? No, I would never, I would never do, I would never do that. <laughs> so I was just, uh, no, we do have to move, but I very, was very, I was hyper specific about um, it being a pet friendly apartment. And we're actually just moving next door. Oh, As a, like a big fuck you being like, oh yeah, you thought you were going to take our money? Yeah. Think again, yeah. bastard. That's what you get for not, it's a fucking <laughs> little parrot. But anyway, I can't it's wait a to parrot. take okay, her around. Ask, like, what kind of bird is this? Parrot? Pinchy Connie. Wait, I'll show, this is a ornament my friend made of my old. Oh. She looks just like that. She's. You guys will both meet her because she's goodness. very, she's very hand trained, and so she'll be on my shoulder. I can take her outside. <gasps> oh my watch! I just was talking about a bird that flew away, but she is a leash and everything. <laughs> I'm excited. So it leash. makes it makes <gasps> me feel um, like I don't know, just having a bird, like having a pet, is such an amazing feeling. You're it lighting up. It's a fucking goldfish. It, yeah. I yeah, I really do. She makes me feel. Just, it's like a nice, Did you have I like birds like growing up? Besides, like bef- before the bird that, that got away. Yeah, like, I had a kid. I had a bird for thirteen years. His name was Junior. Um, he was fantastic. He was one of the ones that had the crest. I oh. do. I love them. Something. It sucks. It feels like, and it, bird people are. We. It's not quite they like horse weird. girl stuff because horses are expensive. Birds aren't expensive. They're very inexpensive and they're like weirdly portable not like having a dog they, they just attract a certain kind of freak. right okay so i've kind of done a i've i've i've, I've changed my ways in in terms of thinking about birds as pets because like you're the only person that i've ever seen like publicly uh adore birds as pets and i'm like well if lauren <laughs> likes it then there must be something there and then i've like been thinking about it lately i'm like well i can imagine myself i had like a lot of room like having birds fly around like chirping and stuff Depends on the breed. Very okay. <laughs> okay, so today I was like sitting on my couch. And I heard like a bird, a chirp. I'm very in tune. I go bird watching when I go upstate. Okay, I bring binoculars to take little walks. I love Aww. birds. I know. I go to the Cornell Lab of Ornithology in Ithaca, New York. I drive an hour there. I go there. There's an Andy Goldsworthy sculpture in in the like. It's kind of like marshlands and like walking trails. This is what I do every time I go home. So you know, I'm I'm not like a a, a hater. I'm, I'm kind of in the world in a way, but um. I never even like consider for a second like that I could own a, a bird. I think I don't understand how they'd fly around. I don't have enough room in my apartment. I never have. But if I had like a big house, I like their chirping. Oh, what I was saying is like I was sitting on the couch earlier and I heard a different chirp. I heard a bird outside my window and I was like, that's different. I immediately just like hopped off the couch, walked to my window, and there's a blue jay, you know. Aww honking or doing whatever he's doing <laughs> and i'm like oh like this is a dead relative talking to me or like someone I know is about to, or someone I knows about to die there was a morning dove that visited me three days on my fire escape three days in a row it would like coo or whatever i hate the word coo it was like and it's very beautiful it kind of sounds like an owl uh, you can tell it's the same one it looked the same and I feel like eh, if you're hanging out, I get one. Like, I I get one every day that just hangs out there, and it's really loud. But I don't know if it's the same one. Do you think it's the same one? It's the same one. I'm sure it's, it's the same one. It's the same one. It symbolizes something good and not like someone. I love the way they sound. <laughs> oh, it's, it's really beautiful, sweet. The, the cooing. 
Mm-hmm. I think Dasha posted one yesterday, and and I, I responded. I, I said, I, I "Morning, know. Dove." Did you respond I, to Lauren? Uh, well, I figured I noticed it at six hours had gone by, so I figured at least a oh. few people were like, "It's a morning dove," but I just was like, "She is so beautiful," and it made me think, mm-hmm. "I was like, oh my god, this is like <laughs> a Mary fucking now, did you microchip her? This yeah. is like a yeah, yeah." <laughs> I was like, "Did you name her yet?" But it, like, it feels like a honey trap, like honestly, like a free candy in the van that like. I get so enticed that I was like, if they wanted me here and like planted this to get me here, I fucking fell for it then. You know, anytime anyone <laughs> does that, it's, it's like my, I don't know. I don't know. It's like my, th- it's not a bit, it's not like an extended thing. No, no, for this the is inst- not a it's joke, like, no, yeah. it's like extremely, <laughs> extremely real, but what kind of cage does the bird live in? Big. Um, it's relatively Medium? big filled with toys. Yep. She can go on top. I like my birds free flight. Some people don't like that, but I just let her like chill. They're shoulder bird. They like to be just nestled up here. Oh wow! She's, they're, yeah, they're they're. It, it's not for everyone because they're they can be very clingy. They're like well, and their claws are people. sharp, and it's like Ugh. yeah, and they're they're flock creatures, so they like knowing who their their peeps are, and sometimes they get defensive. It's it's its own. Oh, so will they attack newcomers in the apartment? Sometimes, but you just, it's like having, like, if you had a pit bull, like, some pit bulls are going to rip you limb by limb if you. They're bloodthirsty like demons yeah. sent from hell, yeah. And gay men, I think, <laughs> like to have sex with them, is what I'm going to say on the pot. There's, like, a few men that, are like, have the, the pit bulls now, and I'm like, you're photographing them in a way that's a little suggestive. And I don't. Well, I want to see They look so much like people. I will, I will send you people. one in particular, and you'll be like, Ooh. I know exactly what you're talking about once mm-hmm. I see it. Yeah, and you know. <laughs> Do we know this people? person? Um, I don't know. Maybe not. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe not. It's Him and his dog guy. are hot. You know, it's like <laughs> they proposition him as a three-way. I'd be like, I don't know. Maybe. What else do I have to do? Maybe I'll fuck a dog. You know, who knows? Everything's changed. <laughs> the world has changed in the last year. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this summer is going to be lit. Yeah. Pretty right? crazy. I hope yeah. so. Well, the, the pet... Uh, purchases have gone up i've just read so there's gonna be a lot of dogs Ugh, i'm so tired dogs. of people in the city of <laughs> dogs i am too honestly i just want to smoke my cigarette at like 7 p.m in peace and not having like a million dogs just walk by me the people are oh sorry and i'm like Ugh, i already don't want to be out here i'd rather be in my home but it's not it's taboo now you know my landlords live upstairs can't smoke the goddamn cigarettes inside. So I have to come out in the street and then I have like a fucking dog parade every hour. Uh, I'm tired of it. It's pretty cuckoo. I was at Tompkins yesterday, the first nice day of like the whole year. How predictable. But the mm-hmm. dog park was <laughs> fucking balls to the goddamn wall. It was packed. Oh, but I love watching that dog park. I like watching the dogs. I like watching the humans too. Mm-hmm. It just they they're doing their own thing, and so many people clearly have not been out in the way that a lot of other people have. So they're just kind of like rickety. It's like it's like when the Tin Man yeah. when, when Dorothy gives him the oil can, he's finally like <laughs> then he gets like he info dumps. Yeah, the Tin Man info dumps to Dorothy because he's just so like not used to this. It's like the social skills are. Did you see um? Did you see Russian Doll being filmed yesterday? I did. I did. Are they I saw season it too. Yeah, I saw it yesterday and today. And today it was just like right before we started this. I like walked down the street and it's like so much more elaborate than I thought. These setups, it's crazy. It takes a village. 
it's in like the east the, a huge yeah. yeah it takes an east village it's like this huge light and then these fake um i think they're fake like what are those called went that like expel smoke to make it look very like new york city like Oh, like a fog <laughs> like a manhole like, yeah. like like steaming like they oh, had right, like right. that going oh, on like on in front of like a crane with a gigantic light just to like create some ambiance like down oh, the street god we're in production so like that and then just like nightmare. hundreds it's and hundreds so of like those carts full of equipment yeah, because you have to make sure the Natasha. shots and the lighting are consistent. So you have to like kind of block out oh, yeah. the natural light where the sun is coming from. You have to like recreate it so it's like always the same for every shot. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of hard work. Um, and I respect people in production so much more than like any industry in New York City. It's so hard. Even if it's like you know yeah. you have to, like clear a street, park the vans, get everything out. Oh my uh, god! And you got to set up the catering too. That's and then you got to tape those little signs up with the arrows like production this way, catering. It's like that's crazy. And that's uh, all coming back right now. Like everybody is starting to work again, but like oh, all yeah. at the same time and like as much as possible. And it's like the streets are just crazy with productions. One of my earliest memories was being like eight years old and walking past Joe's Pizza with my dad and Ben Stiller was filming. You guys have seen Along Came Polly? There's a scene where Phil I'm sure I did. It's uh that's with Jennifer Aniston, I think, but there's a scene Philip Seymour Hoffman, it's the one where he's like, make it rain or whatever, and he's I don't know, doing whatever, and it was just a scene between the two of them. And I remember seeing, I must have been near NYU, and I, I just saw all these people standing around. And I just thought it was so, like, they do. They just stand around and, like, watch them act. And I'm talking about the people that are working. They just uh-huh. do. They just are, like, on, I don't know, week four of shooting this shit for, like, 12 hours a day. Oh, 16. 26 bro. days. Like, in a, yeah, 16. Probably. <laughs> like, it never like, ends. I just remember being like, whoa, that's so cool. And then I'm like, oh, God, no. It's like, <laughs> it's so much work. It's, it's so, so much work. work. I remember when I, when I, my first year in New York City, I lived in Crown Heights and I was going to, I had to walk like very far to the cheap cigarette deli. And this is an, uh, so I lived in like uh, Nostern Avenue in Crown Heights, but I walked to Franklin Avenue to get the cheap cigarettes and they were filming girls. And I saw Lena Dunham wearing like pajamas, almost bump into me wearing headphones. But it was this scene where like Adam Driver's character was running down the street shirtless. Uh, it was a very climactic scene. And I was like watching this and I was like, oh my God, this is like the best. And Girls to this day is one of, if you ask me in a certain mood, like Girls is maybe my favorite show of all time. Zero. Whoa. Yeah, I know, I know. It's a big statement. It's a big statement. It's like six feet under girls and like the comeback. Wow. Have you guys watched Veneno? Because I just finished watching that two nights ago and it is one of the best shows I've ever seen by far. It's it's top five, top ten. Damn, okay. It is mm-hmm. so good. I watched the, the first episode, but I didn't okay. continue. Same. Not saying that it's not good. Continue. Um, okay. Because the first episode is like very long. It's like over an hour. Um, and then it, it just it transforms so much and it just gets it just goes places. It goes everywhere, you know, chronicles a person's life and, like, a person chronicling that person's life. Um, but, like, I haven't cried harder at a finale since Six Feet Under. Six Feet Under? I, I cried so I hard. I can't listen to Sia. 
I can't listen to Sia. I mean, I can watch her new movie, which was great. <laughs> but um, it's so good. You, I mean, like, you just have to watch it and stick with it because... Okay. Because uh, I watched, like, the first three and I took a very big... I took, like, a, like a month break because it was, like, too intense and it's so, it's so good. I kind of didn't want it to end, but it's also, like... Um, Oh God, I don't know. Cause it's like, it, you know, it's going to be just like one season. It's like six episodes or sorry, eight episodes. Um, and so I'm like, Oh, I can space this out. And then I, you know, eventually finished it. And, uh, I don't know. I just, I think I'll be thinking about the show for months and months and we'll rewatch it and be like, God, this is like the amount. Okay. It's like, first of all, trans stories are never really told, let alone like have like a budget this big, let alone done. So, um, beautifully and dynamically and like it's just incredible like you have to watch a show and it's like a foreign it's a a spanish show yeah it's like i was watching it dubbed did you watch it dubbed (laughs) no i i i i started watching it dubbed i was like really drunk when i first tried to watch it and i was like something's weird about this (laughs) yeah i think (laughs) i I need to start over with it not dubbed and then i just watched it like subtitles um and because you have to hear Veneno, like, okay, so there's three or there's like three different iterations of her throughout her life. The middle, like when she's like our age, the actress that plays her, I've never seen a character so ferocious and so powerful in my entire life. It like supersedes like any like superhero, anything you've ever seen. Like the way she walks, the way she talks, I've, she's so powerful. It is like astonishing to watch. And like, <laughs> you have to see it and it's like really funny and it's like uh insanely deep and sad too it just has everything uh uh it's it's incredible (laughs) such a thoughtful review you totally can like i'm with natasha i did did the same thing as you where i think probably too late at night uh and you don't want to read subtitles i don't want to read subtitles either not to sound ignorant or stupid like i'm no i don't read subtitles dim-witted person i don't want to read subtitles yeah but i i I knew that it felt from (laughs) from the other people i've i've heard you know it just same as you like super effusive about it it's amazing and really important to watch and an incredible story and i was like all right i can do this I want to do this. And then I, I failed. I totally failed. Yeah. No, but I mean, there's, there's plenty of time to watch it. And like, I, I knew like, cause you know, it's, it's based on a true story and a real person. So I knew that the ending is going to like, you know, she dies. It's not a spoiler alert, you know, Lauren. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I mean, if you didn't, yeah, you I didn't know. know it. No. Oh no. That she's still alive to this day. Yeah, we both did. <laughs> you both did. You just ruined two futures. That's, Okay. Well, I'm sorry you guys didn't like do I'm any joking. or anything. <laughs> Wait, you know what I was? I've been wondering, like, why? Okay, every show that gets, uh, like launched as like a full season and like it doesn't come out every week or whatever. Like, why is it even broken up into shows anymore? You know what I mean? Like, what when? Because like. I thought Quibi was a really weird <laughs> I reaction. thought Quibi was so cool, actually. <laughs> well, it was just like, a, it was like the opposite of like what was going on. It's like everybody's like watching shows for like literal like 12-hour spans. And then they're like, why don't we make them like 15 minutes long? I know. That was so weird. So like, why wouldn't you make a 12-hour show is what I'm saying? Like, what? just have why like no episode happened? breaks? 
just like, well, like you could make you know, like little breaks here and there, but it doesn't have to be like on the hour, every hour. And then like a recap of what just happened or like a sort of like, like hmm. tying up loose ends with a cliffhanger. It's like, you could just make it sort of like easily ebb and flow, like a Bergman movie or something. It would be interesting to see uh, someone play with the medium like that. Um, yeah. that's why I think it's weird that like the new, like I only watched the first episode, but the new, um, HBO doc about, um, Mia Farrow and Woody Allen is like, why are they? Okay. So it's four episodes and they're like spacing it out mm-hmm. and it like makes you seem like a, like sex predator that you're like waiting to watch to see like who gets I felt that way. roped next. It's like, I don't really even care that much in the first place. I'm tired of this story. Like, I don't even care who did what at this point. Like they're all, it's like. You can go. No, but therapy. I have to watch it. Like I must. <laughs> um, have, so have you? Been, I only watched episode one. Have you been watching? Yeah, I watched three. Two and three. Yeah. What are you? Do you have any thoughts on it? Um. I mean, to me, it's like more and more. I'm just like, I have no idea what happened in that attic. Like, I will never know. Uh-huh. And and even at this point, I think everybody involved has convince themselves of whatever they think happened and of course like i definitely fully believe dylan and i fully believe mia and i fully believe woody you know what i mean like that they think they know what happened without having seen a lick of it but of course keeping up with the case as much as i imagine everyone has outside of the show i'm with you (laughs) natasha i seriously right we will we will never we will never ever no. And like you said, I believe all of them. Of course I believe Dylan, but then of course it once again, like the Wang thing, it's deeply, deeply complicated. In this case, they I mean, all seem like equally demented in different ways. So I'm like, I can't really like there's no character judgment where I can be like, Oh yeah, Dylan's telling the truth. Cause like she's of a certain age and she's like dying her hair like really bright red. I'm like, that's weird. Mia Farrow, <laughs> why did you adopt 17 kids? Okay, well, Woody, okay. why did you like, you know, apply sunscreen in that very creepy manner in front of a bunch of people? You know, there's like uh, so many things. There's so many things about Woody that I like actually didn't really know where his, because the thing about Woody Allen that I really am disappointed by is that he used to make movies that were so autobiographical and so like, deeply you know concerning psychology and about his own personal psychology and he just stopped after a while and it's like dude then don't make movies at all because your movies suck now and all I want to know is how the fuck you got to the point where you're like fucking your girlfriend's teenage daughter and they always say they always say like that's enough to be adopted teenage daughter and it's like it's her daughter like like why does it have to say like her adopted teenage daughter is like this is a person who according to all these home movies that we watched on this documentary he is fully like in the daughter role to woody at the time yeah like having like family dinners and stuff she went away to college and then mia found polaroids on her desk that woody had taken of her and like extremely gratuitous positions and it's like and she had never oh, kissed shit. a boy before that you They're know what still I'm together saying? now though so i don't know no but that doesn't <laughs> prove anything oh, I, know, I know i know i know that's actually proof of grooming if ever there were grooming t yeah you yeah, know what absolutely. i mean yeah. but like the thing is i still want to know the story of a groomer i want to know the story of every person that has a 
a wonderful skill at storytelling, which is includes Woody Allen. And like, if he could tell me like what it's been like for him in some way through his films, I would be like so happy to hear it. Did his biography cover, is it a propos? Apropos of nothing. Apropos of nothing. I don't know if that covered anything. I don't know. I haven't read it. It addressed like a little bit, uh, but it was very, t- I mean, they uh, they show or like they read um, bits of it in the, the first episode that I saw of the HBO thing. Um, uh, oh, right. Which I heard his publisher was going to sue over. Uh, yeah. There was some litigation. Oh, I don't it know. is right. crazy I read that, that they just like took excerpts. Like you can't do that. <laughs> Oh, they can't. can't do that. No, it's not just like public. You can't it's like go just... to the library and read a book on TV. I don't. You have to like pay for book excerpting usually, or ex- oh ask yeah, they permission. didn't pay for it. Yeah, and wasn't the documentary made by the same people who did American the... Horror Story? No. Really? No. But no, I just think like Ronan Farrow is like a demon sent from hell from like Ryan Murphy's like uh, hellscape. His multiverse. Yeah. No, they did the Honestly, documentary. I, did, I read um, Ronan Farrow's book about the wine. You did, thing. <laughs> yeah. And I actually liked it. I, like he, his voice is annoying. Like I actually listened to it on audiobook, and it was like his voice is annoying, but it's like it reads like a sort of crime caper, and it's like I'm actually just so impressed that a person who grew up in such a strange, like turbulent household could then like go into a field that is like tracking down other turbulent um like scary situations and then trying to make sense of them Mm -hmm. um but why do you hate ronan or s- Satchel. Because <laughs> he's blonde. I don't know. Blonde men freak He's definitely out. not Woody Allen's actual son. That's no. so not. Could not be possible. Yeah, and also Dylan weirdly looks so much like Woody. I thought it, one one thing that I thought was weird about the documentary was when she was like, I basically got a child, I adopted a child that Woody would want to love. So she like sought out a white baby and I think what she left out was that it actually looks exactly like Woody Allen too. Like it's not just like a white baby; it's like a Woody Allen baby. Like Dylan oh, is, is Dylan adopted? I thought that yeah, Dylan's got... adopted. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Right, 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 right. Which they never say in those headlines. Like, I don't know. It's just that like the Sunni thing is like because he didn't Asian. marry her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, let's switch gears. I feel like this could be like our last topic of the evening because we've been like we've done over an hour, which is great. We have. Yes. Wow, I didn't even. All right, it's, it's flown by, right? I'm just noticing. Wait, can I get a cigarette for the last topic? Yes. Yeah, burn one down, Natasha. Yes. Oh, every time <laughs> she has one, it makes me, it makes me want one, and I don't I even know. do that. I don't I, even. I, every time I'm, I just. Oh. You've never oh. smoked. Well, I have a jewel, and I only bought it for podcasting purposes because I feel like I have to do something with my mouth and hands all the time. Um, I'm just a nervous person, and it's you know, the oral fixations. It's the whole thing. It's like I gotta, you know, I've only had one drink while we're on air, which is 
Likewise. It's interesting (laughs) here what you said about doing the dry. I was just saying today that I was hoping March would be a little drier. Not that I'm like a big drinker anyway, but February was just dark. Yeah. 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 No, hold on. No, hold it up to when you flick the, like the, (laughs) oh. That, is that an ASMR thing? Yes. Uh, yeah, with the, I'm with so your, susceptible with your to marketing. With state-sanctioned uh, iPhone headphones. I'm sure the microphone really just... Uh, I, worked, I worked with a guy once who mo- was once the Marlboro, Marlboro man. He was like one of the stand-in models for Whoa. years in the 80s. Wait, a cowboy? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was like the Lauren. cowboy. Yeah, he was the cowboy. <laughs> What's his at? Yeah. Uh, it's Christ. it's really not good. It's re- he's not he's odd. he was oh my god! But every time you looked at him, in spite of all of just like the hardship he had had, think about it. The guy that he was that guy. He was hardship. like living the excess. Yeah, he just like fell from grace. It was when I worked at um. I was like a merch. We were both merch girls, and I was a merch girl in a warehouse, and he just printed the stickers for shipping. It was this and, thing. But, but every he time- had been a model, or was he like mm-hmm. scouted as a cowboy? He would no. He was a model, and he did. He just had like the long legs. He was a handsome guy, you could tell. And he just fell into addiction, just like on and off for the rest of his life. Um, wow. And so like he couldn't really hold down a job. And you know, models. What, did they he can smoke get, like Marlboros? I don't remember what he smoked. Did he own any he birds? Kind of sounds like a bird owner to me. He did sound like he was. <laughs> he, uh, I don't think he did own any. He really just took care of himself, but he did. You look Not at him, great, even still, yeah. he just he'd make you want to smoke. I don't. It was just something about him. Like I, I got it. Yeah. Like I understood the marketing. People sometimes stop me on the street when I'm not even smoking, and they're like, "Can I have a cigarette?" I'm like, "Why? How?" Oh my god! This has happened to me. Like I would say, well, I, I'll say I five times that. in my life. I like that for and you. I'm like, it really makes me feel like shit inside, like deep. I'm like, oh, so I look so you look like you decrepit, smoke. and like I'm just on the brink that I must. I love it when people cigarette. say, "I didn't know you smoked." To me, and I'm like, "Wait, how did you not know that?" <laughs> That's actually rude because you're so chic, and um, you know, whatever. Um, okay, no, I like it. Final sort of topic of the evening. Not that we have like any sort of structure to this uh, godforsaken <laughs> podcast, but. Uh, uh, Lauren, you tweeted something, and I only. <laughs> oh yeah, I wanted to know more about this. People uh, that have zero output except for going out to eat in New York City and just kind of have vibes. Well, you have to, but I have. I feel like for context, I do have to say the whole thing to. Join to pull up the tweet. And you know what's a shame? Because I didn't copy the whole thing. I don't. Like I, I never. <laughs> I never tweet. I you have don't. fun you retweet. reading. Yeah. I retweet. It's fun to see what other people are up to. I am like decidedly not a Twitter person, but I said on March 7th, too many people trying to get known for simply living here. No writing, no painting, nothing clever, just vibes. Zero output except for maybe going out to eat. I can't tell if I love it or not. And then my follow-up was layabouts, grifters, and socialites are a natural part of any cultural ecosystem, but you have to be charismatic or beautiful. Those have always been the rules. T. T. Then there was light speculation over if it was about someone specific, which no, of course, of course not. Like naturally, it's definitely like, not. Are, 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 naturally, it's like, are you talking about Caitlin Phillips going to Luciana? And like, no, you're friends with her, so it's not her. Right, which is why I. Uh, but then also, it, she then, writes. 
Right. Oh, and that true. was so, so I that was a, so I felt like it was a horrible day because then that other article dropped about our friends going out to eat, um, which is why I had specifically included like the writing and the painting. I'm like, how could I po- how could I like include all you of left my out friends? podcasting? So I was sorry. <laughs> sorry. I only have so many letters to work. with. I know. Characters, characters to work it's, with. It's but um. But I want to know about these people because I actually couldn't think of any. Like, I was, like, maybe just stuck in the cycle of, like, that New York Times article in case anybody who's listening doesn't know. Like, the article about the Drunken Canal and et cetera. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, I was was reading that and then reading your tweet and then I was, like, it's not about that because everybody mentioned in that story is a writer. Oh God, you saw it. Does that mean someone sent it to you? Maybe. Oh no. I Probably. Knew, I knew I Natasha had people on the inside. No. I knew it. You'd be sorry to like, <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. And so then I was, and then I, yeah, I'd hoped I'd made it clear that it, of course wasn't about our, our, our friends. You know what I mean? Like every, everyone is a writer and everyone has output. Like, I don't like, but is that the, even, I mean, that's not even so much better. If I, I mean, <laughs> I could be mean. I'm <laughs> like, we can be mean on this podcast. No yeah, one listens to no, it. No, it's like, it's fine to also say that some people's output is not uh, worth the attention it's getting to. Which yeah. is, which is true. But I definitely did want to clear up that, of course, it wasn't about any. I'm just trying to picture know. this person now. And I, I'm like, what I guess, you- I guess, I guess to clear up my thing is that it's like, I thought about too. I guess the part of it that's interesting, and again, uh, uh, yeah, it could like Caitlin tweeted something the other day that was like, "Oh, I regret creating this like Lucien f- fanfic," and I think that was also what was going into the tweet is like, someone like her, she's she's magnetic, like she's gonna attract people to what she's doing because she's a comp- like she's just to me to me accomplished do you know what I mean mm-hmm. that like of course she's going to bring the crowd of people who just want to be around what she's doing that now there are just people who want to be around which what I'm what I'm what I essentially did was just rehash the age-old like oh the brunch crowd is annoying tweet which is that yeah. <laughs> people follow what cool people do yeah you know what I mean like it's it was nothing like novel and of course I forget I'm just it was it was bad. It was really bad time. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody. <laughs> I, 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 put you on I the just spot. no. Don't put me on the spot. But I, I am now curious to know. Like I was like, no. Any specific names you can name? Any like Instagram influence? So, so my interpretation of the tweet was like. I've I've never been to Lucy and I've never dined inside of it, but I've walked by it before, mm-hmm. and I've looked inside and I'm just like, ew. These kids are so young and so rich, and I know they're not contributing anything like culturally which is like fine if i was like in their position i'd be doing the exact same shit you know i'd mm-hmm. be vibing and i'd kind of want to be in a place surrounded by people that you know are hot young photographed etc you know whatever yeah. which is also specifically why i was like i don't know if i hate it like that right like right do the same thing but then it's also like yeah you're not being people, a hater but there is like their, yeah. a lot of that going on I guess it feels like and I yeah I guess it just feels like there can only be so many 
layabouts and like grifters at once like in any social in any social scene like and i it's different because it's a pandemic we're all unemployed right like we're all layabouts um so i'm not here to call the puck what is it the pot calling a kettle black or anything yeah but um which maybe even like charge in this day and age i would like to say something about like drunken <laughs> and an ad it was featured in it so there's uh uh i okay so i'm i've had a few drinks a uh, podcast that i don't necessarily respect so much uh is how long gone with like two la guys straight guys they're of a certain age where it's like you know you don't need to like be putting anyone down but they had a full page ad in uh the drunken canal which i saw on their twitter and like they're like you don't even need patreon to like listen to our podcast you can just listen on spotify which they are like sponsored by and like paid by and they have like uh producers or whatever and like that these people like basically do all the hard work for them meanwhile i'm over here rotting in my apartment outreaching to people getting on the pod and like Mm -hmm. the patron is like how i pay my rent so it's like very crucial and vital that i do this so i thought that was a little uh interesting and um uh almost diabolical to to sort of be like well you you don't need a patreon to listen to our podcast like no shit bitches because you have like fucking a check coming from like a like mega corporation. This is yeah, and they're doing all ads. artists of like all their royalties and shit. So it's not something to be proud of. So it, I'm thinking maybe I'm going to hit like, up the Drunken Canal Girls and put out my own full page ad. Well, but then there's um, like this <laughs> other conversation that wasn't had by the New York Times article where it's just like there's. I guess it was. I still don't really understand the angle of that article. Of like really tried but i don't it's it just seems to me like a group of quotes that don't go together it made no sense it's like okay no sense God, you're trying like to these just, like, people all like maybe together. know each other but like probably not all of them actually do and anyway and it's no, also it's like chaos raining ra- you're trying raining to- raging ranging in age between like 23 and like 60 like it has no like sort yeah. of it's not about young people necessarily but it was like trying to like get at this like new form of like media that is very niche and very like hard to discover which is sort of hearkening back to like an era with you know a 90s like chloe 70 hanging out in washington square park or whatever kind of thing which like it didn't really explicitly say that but i was kind of getting that like intention from it and it was like well so basically the people who can afford to like not work and like put out a bunch of you know like whatever it is like print magazines that you don't have to pay for so they're not getting anything out of this monetarily are now like being praised for like you know coming up with a new form of community or whatever they want to call it and it's like yeah, like you have to like get money from your Patreon or go super commercial. And then if right. there was like a free podcast that had no Patreon connected to it and no commercials connected to it, that would be like another thing, which does happen. But those people have all the time in the world and no need for like 
making money, I guess, or like they have this other thing that makes the money or their parents like have willed them their money or something. And it's like, yeah, that's the other factor. Like you're not talking about the fact that like all these people like don't need money or do need money. And that's what like puts them in different categories. Well, the drunken canal does have a Patreon and it's like $12 a month to subscribe. And I think they send you a copy and they're making like, Mm, last time I checked, it was like twelve hundred a month, which like I don't I even mean, know if that something. covers. That might cover the printing. I mean, I'm assuming they're not paying their contributors like anything, <laughs> right? Well, and that's yeah. like really fucked up. There's, there's. I mean, I come from like working at a magazine and making not enough money to live, yeah, and having to like do other things on the side because I couldn't just have one job, which was a full-time job. And it's like, you're talking about like print media and some sort of resurgence of it, but you're not talking about how the fact that print media was dying for a reason. And it's like unsustainable. There's like, Mm. nobody buys magazines. So if you just make them free, yeah, of course everybody's going to read them. But like, how is anybody going to make money? How are the writers going to get paid? No, no, I used to have, like, a bi-weekly column like, Mask Magazine. Do you remember that? It was, like, mm-hmm. an, it was like an mm-hmm. Antifa thing. I got paid, like, $30 <laughs> for, like, a thousand words. And I was like, okay, I can get, like, Subway, like, three times this week. You know? Yeah. The restaurant, not the, the train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I interned at an alt-weekly when I was in college, and it was definitely a, a labor of love. And like you said, Natasha, like, show me one person at that level of, like, alt-media that isn't still waiting tables or doing some sort of side hustle mm-hmm. against me it's it's pretty fucked but um yeah also back again back to back to me uh <laughs> no but really and that's it yeah it's back it's just you. funny to th- it, again a horrible timing and that like <clears throat> that whole thing dropped when really i think there's just a i'm also on tiktok a lot and there's there is just like a genre again nothing that you wouldn't expect that there's just a bunch of rich kids running around just like going out to eat and taking videos like good for them you know i don't have a hater mentality i never fucking will and so i'm like that's what i mean go on and do it but also i liked what you had to say in um the newsletter today natasha about just like the idea of i don't know boring like boring people that it just feels (laughs) like there's a lot of like conversations again nothing specific that like you enter in that not everyone can kind of do the the hosting thing, like the the round table dinner thing where they know how to, you know, not everyone has the right. conversationalist skill and that's fine. I don't. And I, I feel like I experienced that the other day. I was just lamenting about it today. Like I can't, I, I don't do that well, but like I do try to make an effort that if people talk to me, even if it's about something fucking stupid, they still walk away with a different perspective or like thinking about something in their own way that they're like, I either don't want to be like, like, I don't know. <laughs> like it does. It just feels like a lot of like, Whoa, like shit's boring. It's boring. <laughs> like, give me something. And I, my bar is low. I, I, I know me too. You don't have I to be that. funny. You don't have to be funny or like, again, you don't have to be a fucking genius either, but like, it does kind of feel like maybe it's just a lot of like, nothing a lot of grift a lot of like social climbing without substance it's like 
people. See, now I feel like you're talking people... about my podcast, which is like totally no. true. But that's what that's what I'm saying. Where it felt like I don't know, like it, when Hari was like, "I'm de- like, I've been thinking about this tweet all day." That I'm like, I, it's not a, like if you think it's at all, like you guys all do stuff. Like if you have an imposter syndrome about the le- like, no fucking way. Like oh no, I don't you, think Hari thought I was about her. Wouldn't. I think she's okay, probably good. just witnessed people that have like. Oh, uh, thank God. I, I hope she didn't think it was oh, about no, that's Maria, not but I, I just was like, that. No, okay, no, good. No, no, I got no. nervous because I was like, y'all, do- I hope if you wouldn't. Lauren, everyone know- knows that your heart is pure. Okay. You yeah. are the serious fucking person. I need to know that I don't so discord. <laughs> like, I just can't. <laughs> I can't. Do you see, did you, like the minute I said one thing that wasn't perceived as like friendly that I, I, I fall apart. I fall apart. But yeah, there You're are a lot of boring. You're afraid of being seen as, as not friendly. I just want that. I just have like a. I do. I just and I do. I, I want the best this too. for I mean, everyone. I I guess I I think I've. Some people think I'm a very just mean feel person. Like I, I also well then to just close the loop is that I am relatively new to Twitter, and I do forget <laughs> that people on. But the t- app has a bird on its logo, so you haven't. You just found do out. Do you know what's that? crazy? Is <laughs> one of my know. best friends. Her husband designed the Twitter. No way. Itching. Yeah, yeah okay. it's an upstate thing, baby. Mm, it's Ooh, upstate. Okay, then we're it's gonna. A, I know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I really do. I do. do fuck, I really fuck. do need to just stick to my fucking opinion and not like waffle. But just that, yeah. There's a lot of like empty takes of like I can tell you're trying to do this thing, and I guess Twitter is a place to try that out. And it's me just oh, being yeah. extremely late to the game that like. The way people are on there aren't the way they would be in real life, but the way a lot of, the way I know of a lot of people is through there. And I'm like, oh, you're mm. trying to be, as they say on Twitter, like third mic. Oh, what's third mic? Like to like, Dan. <laughs> I feel like this is like your. <laughs> okay, this is my area. So a third mic is a person on a podcast. It's like there's two mains, like one and two, like they're mm. the main people. And the mm. third person is kind of like the fall guy, kind of like interjecting, like or like on like a late night show would be like the guy, like the know. band leader, yeah, 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 that guy, mm-hmm. and that band leader I can't even name, oh one, it's very out, yeah, model. or just that like people are trying to, people are trying to be the center. I, this now sounds so specific, and I swear to God, it's yeah, not. Lauren, who well, like who are you talking about? Us, who do you? I, I I can picture. Well, I I know now better. Like what you're talking about and now i'm getting ideas of like what i hate but i really want to know what you hate anyway yeah lauren what do you hate i hate i hate social climbers that have no guts it's like if you want to get to the center of the seat <laughs> was that a snap was that a, like you have Natasha i'm was sorry trying to do this. it's like it's like i got the mic you can't <laughs> get you can't just get to the center by being loud or just by being around like if you really want to be memorable it feels like you have to sacrifice something whether that be like looking like a fucking idiot in front of everyone or just like having it's hard i it's not a fully articulated thought okay, i can kind of move it back that, into something like, we were talking about earlier is when i was talking about parties at passions lounge in bushwick <laughs> i was an outsider and like 
I just, you know, I wasn't doing things on the surface very differently, even though like in my mind and like the work I was doing, like I felt like I was like onto something. And the people that were like kind of ascending the ranks of like popularity on Instagram and stuff, because they were just like hot and had like really annoying clothes. And they were like in these looks and they were basically just what it came down to is that like they were on cocaine and Molly every night all the time Mm -hmm. so they're like posting constantly and like in these insane outfits and like just like i was like how do they do all this stuff you know i was like kind of doing the same thing i just didn't express myself in that way publicly i guess and now they've like the people that i um okay so like uh about three months ago i went through um everyone who i followed on twitter and I made a list of, like, 50 people who, like, I actually want to follow. I made a list, and I uncovered people who used to be, like, so popular on Twitter. And have just completely, like, disappeared from, like, my radar. Because they don't tweet anymore. I mean, honestly, they probably have, like, just, like, successful jobs. And they don't need... They they just, like, can't be on social media. But I've taken it as, like, oh, they've, like... They've dropped off the face of the earth. And they're living in, like, a tiny house in, like, Arizona. And they can't even be... They can't oh even God, face me. the public because they're so... Oh, yeah, Tucson. <laughs> I, no, I dropped off the face of Twitter, oh, though. But, like, you're, you're ever-present in everyone's hearts and minds. You've talked to so many <laughs> people, true, Natasha. Uh, no one's ever going to forget about you. Also, okay, one more thing. I don't, did I finish what I was saying? I don't know. Um, basically, people I looked up to when I was, like, an insecure, like, 23-year-old are fucking losers and they were never cool. Yeah, that's and the, that's the that's thing. That's the like, summation. I, like, not to, like, derail too much, but, like, I feel like I've gotten, like when like now that I'm older and that I've I'm seen as like an older like can you tell me what it was like or help me in this way kind of like person like like if somebody like way younger than me is like what like what can I do to just like fit in or like be involved in these things I'm like first of all just don't ask that question like don't like make it so obvious that that's what you're trying to do because it's the number one thing that turns people off. Not because it's like the wrong way to go about it, but because it's like an uncomfortable thing to say. Like, why would you say that to anybody ever? It's like making everybody around you feel weird. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that Lauren, go ahead. No, I just, I wonder if it's a result of this, like past 10 years of this like hyper transparency that everyone tries to have with like being yeah. forthcoming about their intentions. Totally. In We've that way that they play about our lives. And it didn't, yeah. <laughs> which is like a way to be perceived as good by like sort of showing us your hand, mm-hmm. but you don't have, again, I, I feel like it's just so timely that you had put out that piece today natasha just about like um i don't know, i feel like it covers all of this so eloquently oh, thanks. in a way subscribe that like it did it like answer stop, stop. <laughs> don't yeah, unsubscribe from my podcast to subscribers but, like do both please support the people who really you <laughs> i'll, know, I'll start been... putting out more free ones but you are someone that i would turn to and i know this is you've been that person since what like v, the column in v magazine the ask natasha is that what where that was oh, it was in this yeah yeah and uh yeah, like, but that was like I, a I just, fa- like that's the thing. Like when I was twenty three, I was faking being in inside of an inner circle. I was living in Arizona, literally had never met a single person in the Dis Magazine world. 
doing an advice column for Dis Magazine. It was like faking it until I moved here and then faking it some more. Like I didn't have, I wasn't like going up to people and saying like, what can I do to like be a part of this? You just like right. do it, you know? Right. Yeah. And to me, like when I think of, there's like fake and then there's faking it because to me, the kind of faking it that you were doing in this context, like takes the kind of guts that I'm talking about because there's so much, like there's a certain amount at stake. That's like, Oh my God, I wonder if they realize that like, I'm actually 23 now, like in Arizona, like, you know, that kind of thing that like it is, it's sort of like taking ownership of a thing that right. Or that ordinarily wouldn't be like afforded to you but you just mm-hmm. like took it by the reins, I guess. Like, I wonder if Woody Allen knows he's my dad, you know? And, I know. <laughs> and like, it just also, worked. Like, it just... What you were saying about like the people needing to be like charismatic and beautiful is like usually part of the equation. I would also add if you're rich, that usually works out in your favor, but only if you admit it. And I think like more people to, need to admit that they're rich and entertain at your agree. apartment and give cocaine and like wine. Exactly. And do it. So, yes. Don't so split the bill. Have parties at your house. Have Please. some like bottles of wine and just like call the dealer before. Yeah. It's like so sharing simple. the wealth oh God, like I'd that be, ugh, is so class tradership. Like, if I have them all. <laughs> Which I love. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, God. Guys, mm-hmm. I feel like I have to pee and smoke a cigarette. Before I. I mean, do you guys have anything? Okay, so. Okay, sorry. I'm like, <laughs> the chaos in my mind is uh, uh, loud. Um, did, uh, Natasha, did you think that Ella Emhoff stole your hairstyle or tried to emulate it? Because someone at the bar asked me, like, I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to record with Natasha and Lauren. And it's like, oh, did you, do you think that, like, Ella Emhoff is, like, modeling herself after Natasha? Oh, like, my God. Fucking, I mean, <laughs> we could all wish, but I'm like... Well, I think her style is like really different from mine. I don't have a bunch of little tattoos or anything, but yeah, I have gotten uh, people texting me like her hairstyle for the Proenza show and being like, this was you like a couple years ago. You had much more volume and like it it didn't read like a failed like Jerry curl on a wall. (laughs) It was, it was, uh, you've beautiful locks um. i i have this conversation <laughs> with ruby mcallister every time i see her people just don't understand that curly hair is beautiful and it's like every time somebody sees curly hair they're like wait what like That's what's so going on weird, yeah. and it's like why would you not why would that not be like every single model like why isn't why isn't every model like just have like why don't they all look like Ella Imhoff? We got to perm them all. Perm them all. <laughs> perm the models. I love curly hair. I love her hair. I'm for more people having that hairstyle. Yeah. I don't hate. Likewise. I'm not a hater of Ella. I've never met her, but. <laughs> Likewise. I moved out of Bushwick just in the nick of time. And I didn't have to. I mean, it is that's it's a Bushwick style, and I'm not mm-hmm. like going back, but I was there. <laughs> oh, I put in my time Likewise. in Bushwick. Oh my God, Natasha! When I first moved to New York, the the first house parties I went to were at your apartment, in like 2012. Oh my God, I know. I was rallying Adderall. I had bed bugs, and I made out with Mickey Blanco in your stairs. You probably got bed bugs <laughs> from me. 
Maybe I did. I don't know. No, I got them from my apartment in Crown Heights the year before. I brought them well, in. I got them from Beacon's Closet. So. Well, then there you go. See, I don't like to buy used clothing or even do my laundry to laundromat. I drive to my mother's house five hours upstate to do my laundry. I'm weird. Okay, I got some things. That's why I got a car, just to do laundry. Wow. <laughs> Not really, but like, whatever. I like to get in out of town and like nature. I know I'm about to get lice any day from a hat. You know, you're gonna get lice on a bird. That's uh, I still haven't stopped buying grazing used clothes. I don't know what my problem hair. is. Never stop buying used clothes. <laughs> what if we just became Depop gentrifiers in that way? Yeah, flipping. Now clothes. we're the sell. Yeah, flipping Fli- clothes. Oh, flipping Wait. the like Chinatown. I would slippers. literally buy your dirty underwear, Natasha. If you ever got rid of any clothes, I would swallow a no. tapeworm to fit into no. them. It would. Yes, I would. <laughs> and you know that I would. <laughs> we should do a clothing swap. Don't even say, don't even say it. We Do it should. in McGulloch Park. Um, oh, okay. that'd be so cute. Uh, Lauren, okay, this might be okay. So I, I, you put me in your close friends on Instagram, and I don't want to. I mean, tell me if I am like overstepping boundaries, but you were kind of work. Sh- you were you had a show that you've kind of put together, and you've been maybe meeting with people. No, maybe okay. she is. Maybe she isn't. No, I, I haven't. Do you want to talk about it at all? Because I think it's like, because I see it. There's okay. I'm gonna. Oh god, I have to be so bad. I'm gonna make this very as quick as possible. There are so many comedians that make videos, and to me, like they kind of stick with like one shtick, and it's just like one facet of another comedian I knew of when I was like in my early twenties. Whereas you have like every video is like it's a completely different thing and you've fully realized these characters, but it's also very earnest and like very intuitive and like so funny and not so serious. And like, you're the only person that I think is like actually funny on Instagram or Twitter or just like has the videos that are like, I can watch for a minute. Everyone I want to like throw up on the ground and like and, and throw my phone at the fucking window. <laughs> so I feel like your comedy, if you want to call, I mean, it is comedy, but like, you're so not comedian. Cause like comedians are a different breed of just like, kind of like bar dwellers, uh, whatever. Um, but like, it makes sense that you would have some sort of like sketch show or like have some sort of a platform where your uh, multitude of ideas can be, you know, unleashed. So I feel so bad that you have to pee. <laughs> that was so beautiful. Was it? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Sorry, I get one comp. I either uh. <laughs> <laughs> I fall apart. Was I falling out too hard? No, not at all. That's just so nice. No, that's so nice. Maybe I'll just pee my pants. I don't know. (laughs) Please. I'm going to release. (laughs) But is your question, am I working on something? Well, yeah, just like I want to know what you're up to and like what this process has been like and like what 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 do you see? Like if someone's going to give you money to do something, okay, this is the question. If someone's going to give you funding for a project to do this, what would it resemble? Mm, as far as comparisons go, I would hard to say. I would just love X. No, no. I mean, I mean, like off the record, yes, <laughs> <laughs> but like not not totally. It would be like. It's, I mean, honestly, like high maintenance meets Pen15. I love hmm. Pen15 and like the surreality of two 30 something year olds playing middle schoolers. And I don't know if either one of you saw it, but 
but I think it's perverse and they should be locked I up. I know. Oh my god, Dan, you're the one that thinks it's fucking perverted and it was No, Patrick. I don't actually think it. I just think it's funny for me to pretend to think that online. Okay, I was like he must There's be There's layers perverted. to the irony of what I'm doing. It was amazing. It and I think I'm like evil, but like It was <laughs> Honestly, kind of I am. But like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's right cuz I remember you sewing Discord about it. Wait, yeah. while Natasha gets up, wait, do you want to go pee? I feel really bad. Maybe we all have to pee right now. No, 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 no. We're going to just, we're going to get through it. We're, I mean, we, I, I don't want to, I don't want to like, I don't want to edit anything out tonight. I just, we'll, we'll just talk. I'll, no, I'm good, just going to like, good. she's back already. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Perfect. Um, cigarette. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. So, I, but are you working on something or are you just saying your dream project? No, I'm working on something. I got to say, it's my first time. I'll be a little, like, I can tell you guys, but I won't say anything on the pod too specific about it. But um, it's, Hollywood's interesting. It's just, <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, that's they're, my they're big doing a little differently over there. Yeah. Hollyweird, yeah. am I right? Hollyweird, am I right? It's, um, yeah, it really, it's, it, it really is like chew you up and spit you out. And the more that I learn about it, the more it makes sense. That I honestly, and I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this, but that women would wield their sexuality in a certain way toward people who are like, I will give you a key if you just have sex with me. And I'm not conflating that with Harvey Weinstein being creepy. Let me be clear. Or anyone being overstepping their boundaries. Let me be clear. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. But for the people that were like, hell yeah, I'll use a casting couch for a role. Like, I get I would do the that same more. Not thing, that I, yeah. not that I ever judged it in any way, but I, I, you know, I always understood it, but in a more abstract way. It it's fucking hard. There is no breaking in if you're good enough. You know what I mean? If you have talent, that doesn't exist anymore. If it ever existed at all, it's like it's always been about who you know. But like now, more than ever, it's like who are you related to? Or like. Do you think there's an avenue to do what you want to do in a very, um, like, low-budget means? Because I feel like there's... People are, you know, people are starting podcasts. Everyone has, like, a camera. Like, you can get, like, a sound... I mean, I feel like I... Because what I love about your comedy and, like, the videos you make is that, like, there is a certain, like, a production that, like, is easy to enter. And... Thank you. I mean, my dream is... Yeah, that uh, anything I would you do... make something out of nothing, which is like something I've been doing my whole life, and I appreciate mm-hmm. it. And like, the talent just shines through, and it doesn't matter that it's filmed that your boyfriend's filming you on an iPhone because <laughs> people are laughing. And I will literally yeah. go to your Instagram and be like, "Oh, when you check in with Lauren, I just want to watch some old videos because I want to fucking laugh today." Me too. I will, and there's so many. Like, oh, this is my favorite. Then I'll find someone that I didn't, or find one that I didn't know about before. I'm like, oh my god, genius again. Yeah. Like it's so Thank there's you. so many ideas going all the time that like I don't I feel like a a, a Hulu show would like rob you of all the like the the, the essence of what it's, makes it so great. So maybe you don't need I this about that institutional too. support, Lauren. Yeah, I get a funny, fucking I, Patreon and start making the money from that and like funding the fucking videos and putting it on that. That's, I don't but know, on the I'm other drunk. hand, like <laughs> there should be another girls. Yes, but well, I mean, hello. Good luck comparing to that. I know, and I I drift more towards. She started out with her YouTube thing. She also started off with like really rich delusional downtown divas. Mm-hmm. Definitely a part Incredible. of the canon of like. And there's a, a there's a short on Criterion. Uh, 
that she made an Oberl and it's an hour long and it's really good if you're like a true Lena head. I've what? Really yeah, called. interesting. No, well, well, uh, I talked about it on a recent episode. I can't remember oh. the name. Oh, it's like I would 50 love minutes to know. long. No way. I just type in Alina Dunham, even though like that website cartoon, it's it's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. No fucking way. Yes, oh my god, that's yes. amazing. And it's like intel. It's so the essence of it is so Lena and like proto everything. It's pre girls, pre tiny furniture, pre downtown delusional deals, and it's like really she's just always had it. I love she Lena does. so much. It's yeah. So um Wow, I had no idea. But Lauren, I feel like you could do, I mean, you deserve a budget. You deserve everything. You've put in the time and everyone, you have so many followers too. You got the blue check, you got everything. I just want to make. If anyone deserves it, it's you. But I also feel like I would love to see you uh, just do whatever. I just want to make stuff with but my friends. But like in friends. a long form. So like what would yeah, it entail? Yeah, that's what it has to be. You have to it's keep like, it small, I think. Yeah, and I do. I we want to keep it low budget. I mean, it would it would be so weird if it was like on a in a studio and like super polished because it just wouldn't be the same thing. And no, the the luster's gone. Yeah, it sucks because there is this. It's like in a way, like the smallest way, the quibby thing. I kind of get because there's like a certain intimacy to being watched on the phone. Like people Mm. are sitting on the toilet watching shitting watching my stuff or anyone else that they're watching on their phone that like it does it's like a certain like face-to-face element that like you just don't have when you're watching it on your laptop or on tv or or what have you but i really do i just i want to make something that i don't know all of our friends can contribute to and in the way that like i don't necessarily want a writer's room filled with other comedians like they're no, no, no. I, like i would You're die right. to have like and I, I you know i floated this by the producers that i'm with like if it was like natasha and fucking caitlin who like you know what i mean who just oh, understand a love. certain like i would right? love like, that people who wouldn't normally be in a writer's room like that typically but with other people who can like like you guys know stories that's mm-hmm. all it fucking is it's like you just have I mean, to be that- a storyteller and like comedians and I love them. Again, I would hope I at some point consider and I can't me alum. <laughs> yeah, but that it's a certain kind of thing that like people, yeah. I just love storytelling. That's why I like it and my I just love writer. Like writers are the people, I don't know, that I've always for not being one myself and like the most attracted to just being around and just like sitting and listening to. Like I, yeah, I feel like there has to be some sort of like resurgence. I feel like Dasha has talked about this and her movie is like that and it's brilliant. I really liked it. Oh, I it. can't wait to see it. It's like her and her friends, you know, and it feels also very like of a certain like indie era that yeah. we like forgot existed until, you know, like her. now that we're watching like people on Instagram and YouTube again, it's like that does have a certain cachet or like a, a certain like authenticity that we missed. Yeah. When you're making stuff with your friends, I mean, dude, even we were watching like there's something or something about Mary, whatever, like Farley bros. And is that how you say it? And Ben Stiller, like they're all buds. And so it's like shit like this works because they sit in a room and they're laughing their asses off while they're writing it. And then they film it and it's all of them together still. And they just like, anytime people are having fun, with their friends, I feel like people just get attracted to that. Mm-hmm. They love being around that. It's, like yeah, it's a, magnetic. It's mag fucking netic. But yeah, that's that's my hope with that. But it's rough out there. Like, why? Who the fuck wants to? Be? <laughs> I don't know. 
it's hard. They want to, it's <clears throat> business is uncertain and like they'd rather pay, I don't know, like Wayans brothers or something. So I don't know, like a big, bigger names. Cause it's like a guarantee. <laughs> <line. It's> pretty, <laughs> you know, so, but I don't know. That's what like, um, Chris visitor design was saying, he was like, do a Patreon, like have the people oh, that wow. want to pay for it, pay for it. And I was like, and you guys said it, couple other people i'm like maybe if it doesn't work out in hollywood i just keep it here and just lauren you deserve that money and also like um i just want us to do i something. know people that have podcasts that are like on like podcast network so you can find them like oh it's on spotify it's on apple and like yeah. they make no money and they're doing That's really true. great things and uh because they're from a comedy background they're kind of used to being like pushed around and be like well this will lead to like the next thing yeah that's never that's what that's what it's like life is over it's fucking over yeah we're in our 30s (laughs) it's done you're not getting cast in anything it's over do your own shit and you know you're gonna do it um i just yeah yeah, i'm actually very excited i'm I'm not like happy that you've been like slightly struggling (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you got you're gonna have a bird soon. It'll keep you company. That that was my whole thing. I was like, I have my bird. Like we, so we have like a, <laughs> just me and my bird now. Yeah. yeah. So it's I'll keep y'all updated. I don't know. <laughs> it'll be it'll be something. Or if it's bad, we'll have to get drinks and just like no. We're gonna, I want to be involved in the process of making it. However, we've almost done two hours. I'm like I never. I don't want to do over like one fifteen over one thirty. We're like at one forty something. Like um. So, I do think we have to kind of wind it down, unfortunately. <laughs> I could talk for hours. <laughs> well, we'll I have do. an episode three, right? If we're back for a second, I oh my really God. want Infinite. an illustration of me and Natasha back to back with, like, Dan, you just, like, over us. <laughs> it's like our, like, bi-monthly episode or whatever. Well, maybe the next episode we can do it in person. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could have probably done it tonight. I'm just, you know whatever it's yeah, easier this way i don't want to downtown aren't we i'm in greenpoint <laughs> but i'm in like downtown i'm in like rural greenpoint uh so. <laughs> yes i am downtown <laughs> we love that okay i love both of you so much thank you for coming on the pod there's so much to think about tonight so many <laughs> topics and lots of interests you know when does this come out just cut this part out <laughs> I'm not capable. Sorry. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna put on my Patreon tonight, and then I'll promote it tomorrow. So, wow. you know, Natasha, you don't have to like and share because you're not on. I'll take care of that, honey. Lauren, use your platform. You know, get the Hulu execs to you know aware of my <sighs> pathetic podcast. I'll beg, beg, borrow, and steal. Ladies, thank you so much again. Thanks, Thanks for, having, for having, us. having us. Okay, I can't wait to have you back on soon. Yeah. Ditto. Okay. I'll be here. We'll be Good here. Night. <laughs> Bye. Good night. Bye. Night, y'all. Mwah.